You're listening to the Be a Better Lawyer podcast with Dina Cataldo, episode 273. So how do high-achieving lawyers break through generations of being taught that we have to grind ourselves into the ground to get results for clients, build a successful business, and create a life we love? While law schools are busy teaching the rule of law, they're slacking on teaching us how to be a better human to create for ourselves the success we thought we'd achieve after law school. This podcast bridges the gap between law school and life. Hello, how are you doing today? We are going to be talking about how to elevate your law practice. And it is the same title as my new masterclass, which I'm going to tell you more about. I'm really excited to tell you all about it in just a second. But first, I want to ask you a question. How does your law practice feel? Hard, scary, anxious, nauseating, easy, calm, peaceful, joyful? Pick the one that feels the most predominant. This feeling that you have in your body right now comes from what you're thinking about your law practice. Remember this feeling because I'm going to tie this together in just a second. Think of your law practice as a house. The foundation of the house needs to be solid, steady, and level. If it's not, the walls will be crooked or they won't stand up at all. The roof will have gaps between it and the walls. So rain is going to leak inside of the home. The foundation makes the difference between a house that can be passed from generation to generation for hundreds of years versus a house that needs to be torn down next week. That feeling you noticed at the beginning of this episode when I asked you that question, that feeling you have is the foundation you're building your law practice on. Some of you are feeling pretty good right now because you know you're on a path where you can see a vision for your practice in the next one to three years. But there are others of you listening that might feel a little anxious, a bit worried, or feel overwhelmed. And I want you to know that that is okay. Just because you feel that way right now doesn't mean you cannot turn your practice around. And it doesn't take tearing your practice down to address the foundation. Your law practice is not like a house in that way. You and your law practice are a lot more flexible and malleable than a house. In this episode, I'm going to walk you through how you can begin to think about what kind of foundation you want to build moving forward. When I was thinking about this episode, I had law practice owners in mind, but if you don't own your own law practice, I want you to listen in anyway, because the questions I ask you to help you elevate your law practice apply to you too. You can change how you decide to practice the law moving forward. This episode is just the starting point, and I'm diving even deeper in my new masterclass, which I want to tell you all about. It's called Elevate Your Law Practice, a Mindset Reset for Sustainable Growth. You can sign up for it at dinacataldo.com forward slash elevate. In this masterclass, I'm giving you the one-two punch of mindset and strategy to help you make your vision for your practice reality. You're going to get the mindset you need to break through the noise and create a pinpoint-focused plan of action to make your vision reality, how to prioritize actions in your plan to achieve your vision with more ease and less stress, the game-changing mindset tip to help you take sustainable action instead of hustling to make your vision reality. 
you're going to learn how to think about problems in your practice so you can pivot to move closer to your vision. And this is something no one teaches us and lawyers desperately need. I'm also giving you the three questions you must ask yourself weekly to keep you moving closer to your vision. And when you show up live, I have a special bonus I'm giving to action takers. I love rewarding action takers. Designed to give you insight into your current mindset and to help you design a vision for where you want your practice to go, 22 Essential Questions to Grow Your Law Practice is the cherry on top of this masterclass as you take your practice to the next level. And I will tell you how to get your hands on this beauty when you show up live at the masterclass on Friday. August 25th. You can only get this special bonus when you show up live, so make sure you mark your calendars now. Elevate Your Law Practice is happening August 25th at 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 p.m. Eastern. Plan to spend 90 minutes with me and be prepared to focus. During our time together, you're going to get what you need to uplevel your practice. Sign up at dinacataldo.com forward slash elevate. I love creating masterclasses like these for you. And this one is going to be so good. I can't wait to see you there. And this episode is directly linked to that masterclass. What I wanted to do was give you a slice of what you'll be learning in that masterclass to help give you some insight and perspective into what you want for your practice. When you sign up for the masterclass, I'm going to give you a guide that will help you take notes. And the questions that I'm going to pose in this episode of Be a Better Lawyer podcast, they are going to be inside of that guide. So if you want these questions and you're not in a place right now to take notes, you can sign up for the masterclass and the guide will have all of these questions in one place for you. You can sign up and get the guide when I send it out at dinacataldo.com forward slash elevate. So the first question to elevate your law practice, to create a vision for your law practice in the future, you have already answered for yourself, which is how does your law practice feel right now? Remember your answer? Okay, good. So no matter what you answered, these questions will give you clarity on the vision you want to create for your practice. So visions are our guideposts. It's from what we make all of our decisions. It's the destination that we currently have, and from it, we build the map to get there. This destination is always going to be moving, and that's one of the reasons you must attend this masterclass so you can build the best map possible for yourself. It's a map that you'll be able to follow so you can get to the destination. So I like to think about my vision one to three, one and three years out. And so I'm going to be talking about three years out for this episode, because what you're going to do is you're going to take your vision for three years out, and then you're going to work backwards and create one year goals, two years goals to get you to that three year vision of your practice. There is always something I can implement immediately when I ask myself the questions I'm about, I'm about to ask you. And that is going to get me closer to the vision, but there are going to be long-term actions that you want to know about now. So you aren't wondering why you're not hitting your goals. So you're helping yourself lay the foundation for achieving your vision in three years. And that's what we're going to really be breaking down in this episode. So you get some insight into what you need to be thinking about right now. When you decided to be a lawyer you knew that you would need to have to wait at least three years for the vision to become reality and that there were steps to get there, that there was a map to get there. When you know the destination, that 
map is much easier to build and tweak along the way. So when you think about your vision three years out from now, then what you're going to do is you're going to be working backwards using the questions I'm going to be asking you in this episode to decide what it is you want and to start implementing some of these now so that you can become closer and closer to your vision one year from now, two years from now, and then ultimately three years from now. That's what I do with my clients. And that's what I want to walk you through a big part of right here. So here's the next question I want you to ask yourself. How do you want to feel in your practice three years from now? Now, this might take some brainstorming, but I'm going to give you some ideas. Do you want to feel ease, composed, graceful, grateful, present? Do you want to feel empowered, confident, organized? If you had to choose one word to describe your practice in three years, what would it be? Now, describe for yourself what that one word means to you and the way you are practicing law three years from now. For example, if your one word is ease, how are you and your law practice different? Do you have more or better systems? Are you taking three days off a week? Are you less involved in your law practice? Do you hire more people? Take some time and think through this question. When I work with my clients, I have the opportunity to really talk to them about what they think is going to be different, which is often not different at all. So I want to bring some awareness here. They might say something to me like, well, if my practice felt peaceful, then that means I wouldn't be litigating cases or I'd have a different employee than I do now. Now, I can be there to question these thoughts with them. But I want you to do that for yourself as you're going through this exercise. If you want your practice to feel peaceful, you don't necessarily need to stop litigating. I know that sounds crazy, right? But what really needs to happen is how you think about and communicate with opposing counsel, clients, and the courts. Litigating actually doesn't have to feel stressful or overwhelming. And this is coming from a former criminal prosecutor. So I want you to know I get it. I understand the stresses that you feel and the pressures that you feel, but they're not coming from opposing counsel and they're not coming from the courtroom. They're coming from how you're talking to yourself every single day or talking about your work or your practice every single day. So this is stuff that we can work on, but you've got to have awareness of it because if you think that litigating is the reason why you feel stress right now, you're going to be shocked and appalled when you grow your practice, but you're not litigating. You're still going to have to contend with different problems as a person growing their practice. You're going to have different issues, and that's all a matter of mindset and starting to problem solve for them. So same goes for employees. So let's say that right now you have an employee that you think isn't picking up the slack, isn't doing what they need to be doing. Yeah, your employee might not be the one for you, but it may also be that you haven't learned the skills to lead your employee. You haven't learned the skills to have different difficult conversations with them or to track what they're doing inside your business so you can track how much money they're making for you. Maybe you haven't learned the skills to manage your time so that you can have weekly meetings with them to touch base and make sure that they're on track with what they need and to answer any questions that they might have. So we're going to have another question that addresses what you might need to implement to achieve your vision. But I wanted to bring this into your awareness because we tend to think that things are going to be better in the future, 
But what we need to do is be present with what is and address what is first before making the change that we want for the future. So the next question, why do you want your law practice to feel that way, whether it was peaceful, ease, whatever it was? And why do you think it doesn't feel that way right now? Don't let your brain tell you that you don't know the answers to any of these questions. If you had to guess, why do you think? If you answered that it doesn't feel that way because of what other people are doing or how other people are impacting your practice in one way or another, I want to ask I want you to ask yourself this next question. What if you couldn't change them? What would you need to change about yourself or the way your law practice is structured for you to make your vision reality. This is another way of asking what would you need to implement to achieve your vision? So here are some examples depending on the vision that you have for yourself. None of these are mandatory. They are just a starting place for you to get creative. Take time to brainstorm this on your own. Some examples include doing yearly planning so you can include vacation dates and have communication with your partner or with your husband or your wife so that they are on the same page as you are. What kind of self-care do you want to make a non-negotiable? Do you want to make it non-negotiable that you work out three times a week, that you take luxurious bubble baths at least once a week? What is it that is going to be incredible for you? Remember, we're thinking about you three years out, and that means taking care of you because you are the asset. How do you take care of yourself as the asset of your business? You have to put yourself, your well-being in top of, of, of top importance, because if you don't, then nothing is going to work. Do you want to hire an assistant or an associate? Do you need to assign systems? Do you need to get additional trainings? And if you do, get specific about what those trainings are. What do you think would be helpful in achieving your three-year vision for your practice? Do you need to retrain your assistant? Do you want to hire a coach to give you a fresh perspective on your practice and yourself? Do you want to take classes to teach you how to use your case management system more effectively? Checking where you or any of your employees aren't billing accurately. Creating a marketing plan and placing it on your calendar. Creating time to work on your business without working in your business. That might mean delegating more so you can make that time or letting go of a habit that doesn't serve you. Maybe you have been holding on to some assignments that you know that you need to be letting go of. It could mean creating boundaries. It also could mean having difficult conversations with staff or clients that you've been putting off. This is your opportunity to get creative. And when you look at the list, it might seem like a lot and that's okay. You have three years to implement this. This is not all of it has to be done right now. So for each item, there's going to be decisions that you're going to want to make. For example, if you want to hire an associate, you're going to want to think through bonuses and pay structures, how you're going to track their time, how much time will they need to put into your business to make them worth hiring in the first place, what you need in an associate, what is it that you expect of them, what your associate will need to be successful within your business, how will you need to up-level yourself so that you can handle that associate? 
you see where I'm going here? Like there's so many things that we don't even consider and we just think we need to just solve the problem right now. But when you extend the vision out three years, then you have the opportunity to see these upcoming potential problems ahead of time and start thinking about them ahead of time. That's why this is a three-year plan and not a next month plan. So when I do this exercise with clients, I help them prioritize and break down the decisions that they're going to want to make within each task. Here's a few more questions to ask yourself as you're thinking about this vision that you have for your practice. I want you to ask yourself, what is currently working for you in your law practice? Maybe you're getting great, um, you're getting great reviews on Yelp, and that is creating some kind of momentum. Maybe you're getting referrals. Maybe you are um, just doing speaking events now and then, and that seems to be getting a lot of people in the door. Maybe you're doing nothing and you're seeing that you know a blog post that you posted three years ago just tends to work well on the website. And so it just draws people in and they book consults. Just notice what's currently working. Now ask yourself, which of those things that you're currently doing that are currently working will not work for you in three years? And ask yourself why. For example, if you're currently relying on deadlines and dread to fuel your work, that is not sustainable. You will need a solution to that problem before you can achieve your vision of a peaceful practice. So then you want to ask yourself, which of these things that will not work in your practice in three years do you want to focus on shifting now? Is there one that you can see will have a domino effect on your quality of life and the quality of the work that you do within your practice? So these are probably questions that you've never considered before. So you'll want to set time aside to think through each of these questions. I will say that learning how to prioritize is something a lot of lawyers struggle with. So I'm going to give you another tip. Ask yourself this question, which three items on your list of tasks that you want to implement to achieve your three-year vision would have the biggest bang for your buck if you did them this week? You don't have to do them this week, but these will be the ones you want to implement first. We just want to get your mind focused on them. These usually look like having conversations that are difficult that we've been putting off or sending out billing that we've been putting off to get additional revenue or delegating work you know you don't need to be doing and making time for yourself to think about your law practices long-term needs so you can make better decisions starting now. Now ask yourself if there were one thing that you could do on that list that you think will set you up for achieving your three-year goal with more ease, what might that be? Just, just guess. There's no right or wrong, wrong answer. But when you think about everything you want to implement, you will have a sense for what your next step is, what you need to think about. For me, it has been asking for help, whether that's from fellow attorneys, coaches, or friends. For you, it might be something totally different. And if you're looking at your vision or your list and it feels really far away, I want you to know that that is normal. Remember, we're creating a lasting vision for your practice three years out. We're building a strong foundation for your practice. 
Some of what you have described will be implemented sooner than three years. You just want to create a vision that will help you stay focused. It's the destination and you are building the map step by step. And from that vision, from what you've built, all of the tasks, all of the things you know you need to up-level your abilities within your law practice, you're then working backwards to create what you can in one year, two years, and then ultimately the third year. That, my friend, is how we want to think about our vision. And if you want to create a solid vision for your law practice and a map that gets you there, let's work together to create it and implement it. This is the work I do with my clients looking to grow their practice in a way that feels fulfilling and doable, in a way that expands them and allows them to take care of themselves. We do the foundational work of helping them manage their current caseloads and employees so they can grow their practice with the confidence that their practice is going to grow stronger and stronger. We address their beliefs about marketing and what that might look like for them in their specific practice area, as well as talk through their messaging. We uncover any blind spots they have in their practice, and then we problem solve for it and we do mindset work on it. And if this sounds like something you want to create for your law practice, so you can have a lasting vision, so you can have something you can focus on and really feel confident about, book a strategy session with me. We will talk through where you are now and where you want to be. You and I will also create a strategy moving forward, working together. And once we do, you get to decide where you want to go from there. You can book a strategy session with me at dinacataldo.com forward slash strategy session. I hope you enjoyed this episode and I hope you have a wonderful rest of your week. I will talk to you next week. Bye.